There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. That was Planes in the Sky by James Vincent Mamoro. He's now introducing us to his fifth studio album. Hey, James, how are you? Not too bad. How are you doing? I'm good. So it is your fifth studio album. How does that feel? Did you ever think you'd get to five? Um, did I? I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I definitely certainly didn't put like a number on it, but like, I think the fact that I'm at five feels like a, a high number. Yeah. But then I guess some people have 10, 15 in five years. Like, you know what I mean? There's, it, you get where you get. <laughs> well, this um, is true. And also, I suppose now yeah. it's a lot of singles that kind of get released rather than the body of work. Yeah, I think in, in like 10 years of releasing music, like the notion of an album has changed. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm actually kind of grateful for it because like there used to be a lot of pressure on the notion of a record and it had to have this very linear, consistent structure. And that's something I always struggle with because like I'm not a very linear person. So the idea of trying to find this kind of like static thread through a thing, whereas now, like, you know, I feel pretty empowered to kind of make whatever I want to make and that and know that it will it'll find an amount of acceptance so I kind of I kind of like that aspect of it a lot so grapefruit season you've said before in different interviews that it is it was kind of based off your mother uh, yeah it's certainly based off the idea of like my mom when I was a kid doing like eating grapefruit which was something that like it, it's the notion of like doing things that aren't very pleasant like super pleasurable because you know they're good for you or like that like good things don't often taste good at the time Do you know mm-hmm. that that's that was sort of the idea I was I was playing with as a as a notion for this record lyrically um the idea of acceptance and and kind of being okay with like the aspects of me that in the past I've kind of maybe hidden or downplayed whether it be mental fragility or anxiety or you know whatever it happens to be just being okay with all those things fed into this idea of of like looking at my mom and doing a lot of things to try and make herself feel better um and then me doing a lot of things to try and make myself feel better that I'm not sure if they were working or not and just that being the the through line for it and I suppose for me grapefruit is usually quite a like it's very bitter so that can kind of I yeah. suppose coat a lot of different things that might happen in life that you might get either bitter about or a little kind of off about really isn't it so it's kind of funny how it has a, a double meaning really yeah I think it, it's it was you know I I was working at it from my perspective and as I've been talking to people everyone has a, has a take on it and stuff. Yeah. it seems to be this kind of consistent <laughs> resonator where like you say yeah there, there is a bitterness to grapefruit you know it's good for you but you can't just take it in isolation it has to be as part of a wider you know self-help or like you know trying to get to the bottom of, of things kind of situation so yeah there's a lot to us that I, I hadn't necessarily thought about but people are finding in it which is nice but I think that's the nice thing about music as well because obviously you're putting out this album it's 
it's amazing and it's completely different throughout and every time you listen to it there's something extra you hear or you find or at least I do which was a lovely experience yeah well I mean listen the 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 reason I made it like I made it was like I don't have any consistent mood structure or I don't feel any sense of consistency really in my life and I haven't for most of my life And and I'm very I'm I'm a lot more at ease than that than I used to be and I take that into how I make music where like sometimes I wake up and I want to make something that's very ratchet and very loud. And the other day I want to wake up and make something very quiet and very sad. The idea that I would have to not act on those impulses because like the outside world tells me what I have to do or don't do seems ridiculous to me now in hindsight, but something that I used to do. So with this type of, like this album, like, you know, there's no conscious desire to like give everybody a little bit of everything. I'm just trying to give people a cross section of me that like that is quite representative of me and my personality and my musical passions and my musical history. Um, And if if people are in the mood for quiet stuff, it's there. If they want that ratchet stuff, it's there. If they want me like singing R&B records, which is something I've done the entirety of my career, it's there. If they want people singing, you know, me singing, you know, guitar based Mm. music, I'm I'm, I'm doing all that, but not in like a considered way because it is chaotic and that is the intention. And it is almost 11 years since Early in the Morning, which was your debut album. Yeah. When you were doing that album, you were kind of learning as you went. Do you think that kind of helped you now that you've reached the fifth album? Yeah, I mean, even like the fact that when you were like five studio albums, I was like, I've made one album in a studio, <laughs> technically. <laughs> like everything else has been made like on computers in like my, my parents' house or like, you know, houses I've rented in the middle of wherever. Like I've, I've never been, <laughs> it's just, it's That's funny to nice think about. Though, it's it? Fun- yeah. it is, it is, it's lovely. Like I've, I, it, to, to know that I've like added this, this, this environmental aspect to the music, I think is, is lovely that I can hear it in the music as well, where I made it and why I made it. And like, you know, even then you're talking about 11 years, like I technically put it out 11 years ago, but you know, if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one around to hear it, like the first year of me putting out, you know, early in the morning was just like crickets. Like mm. it was a year of grind. And then 2011 was when it started to kick off. And that's when I think perspective and understanding kicked in. You know, the first year was just like grit your teeth and go and just basically pray that if you got this album to enough people to hear that it would click into place. And it did. And that made me quite emboldened to kind of go, okay, no, my instincts are right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I made that album when people told me I, I might not be cut out for this because my anxiety and like different aspects of my personality were meaning that I wasn't the best frontman. I wasn't the best maybe person on stage. I was sort of succumbing to a lot of those anxieties, but I made the album and I made the work and it worked. And my hope is that people look at my career and see something that is quite um quite you know self-sustaining and, and and like self-defining like I haven't been driven by forces outside of my own brain for better or worse to get to this point to make this fifth album you asked you know did I ever expect it to be honest maybe not because I, I just there's a lot of parts of me that aren't well built for making music and being forward facing mm-hmm. and a lot of what this album is is me trying to speak to that to tell people like if you don't feel like waking up in the morning and you know, taking a photo of yourself and putting on Instagram to try and show people that you're happy. That's okay. Cause like, as soon as that photo goes out there or that you're, you're creating like a false sense, which creates a cognitive dissonance, which can hurt, ultimately hurt you. It's okay to be fragile. That's the lesson that's taken me those five albums to learn. Um, and I'm trying to basically bring that into work now as, as much as I can. And then your new single that you've released off at True Love is a lovely one. Why yeah. was that the right one to release now? 
Um, because it was, I mean, first of all, it was one that got added last year. Like I had been working on it and didn't think I'd get it finished. Um, and then obviously I was blessed with some time. So I went back and dug in. And it, I don't know, it just, you know, like what a single is or isn't is, is a tricky one for me because mm-hmm. there's been no set path. Some people make singles to go to radio and radio has been like, a, you know, sometimes they go to radio, sometimes they don't. It's not something I expect. Streaming has obviously been a huge thing for me over the course of my career and, and just di- like online in general, like mm-hmm. as a, you know, an online musical presence. So it just felt like a nice piece of music for people to to hear before the record came out no more or less than that I wasn't like you know going this is a song that's going to bang at radio or bang at streaming or whatever it was I just love the song and I just really love before albums come out to just give a song that might be considered a bit more of a deeper cut so people can get a bit more of a sense of the record rather than just going with like you know the the hits with a z <laughs> like basically <laughs> Yeah. But obviously you started out with your music on MySpace. It must be interesting now to jump over onto the likes of TikTok. And yeah, experience that it's, side it's, of it. it's a gas one. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's it's I like music, like my interaction with music has always been based on online. Like mm-hmm. in the beginning, like you said, it was MySpace. And then it like evolved into like me having like a community on Facebook, even if it was a few hundred people. It meant I could go play shows places mm-hmm. that, that sort of evolved over into other things. That, and then I kind of stopped paying, not paying attention, but like as I got more into it, like, you know, became more successful, I struggled with, again, the forward face of the operation. Like I, I'm very confident on stage. I'm very confident in the studio. But the idea of going out and trying to sell myself as part of the package of the music was not something I was ever really good at and still am. So like there's always a lot of frustrated people in my camp that are like, it'd be great if you could do this or you could do that. And it's like I love those those um, platforms. Like I spend a lot of time on Instagram, a lot of time on TikTok, just because I think there's just a lot of really funny, clever people on those platforms. But for me, it's it's it's. I just get up in the morning and I make music. I don't think about doing anything else. And there's such an amount of time and effort that goes into making really great content that like, I, lo- I love those platforms. I just leave it to other people They're to kind of interact to watch. on exactly. my behalf. Yeah. They are really fun to watch, but like it is, it's just like, you have to be basically a professional, mm-hmm. like, you know, video editor to like really bring the heat on those platforms. Um, and I just, um, like I say, my obsession is music and, and I can't get away from it. I love it like and I'm sure it's like I said everyone in my camp on my team would love it if I woke up in the morning and thought like okay I have these five pieces of content that I need to create and release but I wake up in the morning and think there's these five pieces of music that I need to go and work on and then before I know it it's one in the morning and <laughs> my day is gone so <laughs> and you'd rather it's do just that. the nature of my of my yeah. reality yeah it's just what where your obsession lies right like my obsession is music and that's sort of the beginning and end of it and I must ask you really quickly about the video gone that must have been nice go in one take done for the day <laughs> yeah it, I mean it was nice that it worked it was like honestly the most stressed I've ever been in a particular moment and I'd say you if you watch it you can see the like the moments because I, I mean think about it anyone that hasn't seen it like basically I had no clue what was going to happen not a single clue I walked into an empty concrete room with a single camera and then was told to stare at that camera and walk around for the entirety of the song and keep singing to tell of the song while all these like explosions and people came in and out of my peripheral vision, it was genuinely terrifying. But also, I think one of the better music videos I've made and Gar really masterminded something quite majestic. So yeah. I love that I did that because like me here saying like, I haven't been very forward facing. I've been trying to put myself in this album a little bit more because I, I think I'm 
more proud and can stand behind this record a bit more than some of the others overall. And I kind of want to be in the mix a bit more. So being in the videos, being on the cover, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's that's not stuff that I ever did before. Um, so it's a nice feeling to know that those things are there forever. Yeah, and putting yourself out to people a bit more. But Grapefruit Season yeah. is out now along with the new single. James, thank you so much for taking the time. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.